0: Welcome to Sea Time, everybody, the off-road show that brings you all the results, news, and online shenanigans that make being online a good time. We'd like to say thank you to Fly Racing for their support of Sea Time. Please go check them out at flyracing.com. Welcome to Seat Time, everybody. Brian Pierce here, your host for this fine Tuesday evening. It is episode 212. We apologize for last week for uh, quickly not having a show. Steven and I had a little function to go to here in McKinney, go in and help some, uh, some young entrepreneurs with their business startup things that were going on over at the works. And uh, being now- so generous of you? What? No, no. It's just that we were now that we're kind of in the space of, of co-working and entrepreneurs and small businesses and trying to help people like that, Kind of have, have those small successes, we wanted to be there to help support people with those small successes, so we figured it made a little bit of sense. I know it, people with seat time are like, what the fuck, why do we care about McKinney, but
1: I think that's how most people feel, but hey, you
0: know what, McKinney's you pretty awesome do what you gotta do. McKinney's pretty awesome. So uh, I am Brian Pierce, your host for this fine Tuesday evening. Mr. Mark. Go ahead and say it. Mr. Mark Cock. <laughs> Cook, he's on the couch for this. This fine Tuesday evening as well, and uh, I am just so excited to have you on the couch. It has been too long because it is. I mean, it's happened like once. It's been a while, and it has definitely. Even if it was more than once, it was still a long, long time ago. ago. So we'll be able to talk dirt bikes. We'll be able to talk with Mr. Uh, Eric Kudla, our first guest, and then Ben Kelly, Um, and you've got some uh, interesting uh, extreme things going on that we can maybe disclose a little of but the good thing is is we'll talk with ben kelly so Absolutely. you can always post some questions to him exactly having been a racer in said event and won it um of course this is seat time we the online show for the off-road uh everything we do beer drinking bench racing and good times you can find us at seattime.co we do have fine sponsors and of course uh fly racing kenda tires and SRT Off-Road With Fly Racing, the mesh gear is getting ready to come out. It is hot, bro. We are sweating. Go check it out at flyracing.com. At kindatire.com, you can go see the new Ibex tire. It was just released this past weekend at Tough Like Roar. So we're going to be able to talk to Ben Kelly about that. That is going to be the question I have. Oh, oh, good, because I want to know. I want to know. If they're in stock, I will have one on at TKO. Uh, Potentially, I think I'm going to still run the Equilibrium in Colorado, though, in two weeks. Because it worked really good last year. So go check out kindatire.com for more of that and SRT Off-Road. It's time to get my Bash Guard shit in order for Colorado. I'm going to be making an order for that quick. i got to make sure that bike doesn't get all beat up while we're out there. Because we all know I crash.
1: It is a few weeks away. It's unfortunate. And there are a few rocks up there. Just a skosh. So you need some protection.
0: I owe. And then the person that we know that doesn't need protection because he just scares away all the germs is Mr. Eric Hoodla. How are you doing this fine Tuesday evening? (coughs) Oh, man. Doing good. Watching Aladdin. Well, no, I guess we changed the
2: channel. But uh, it's good to see you guys. It's good to see you guys, uh, see both of you guys again. I just saw Mark just recently came out to New Mexico, made the trip. Um, so it was great to actually meet him in person. And then I had to do all the new Skype stuff because it's been a little while. But yeah. Uh, yeah it's good to be
0: back on the show again yeah dude i know we've all been so freaking busy in so many different places but i think you're the one making some of the biggest changes and even though we would love to have had you on the show every week it's just something we haven't been able to do but this kind of a move it's like we've got to plan for this and make sure that it kind of happens so i guess just tell it to us straight give us your title and where you're working and then talk to us about what the hell is going on and who thought that this was a good idea
2: Okay, so I am <laughs> I am the uh, American Motorcyclist Association off-road racing manager. Wow! So I'm in charge of the nationals, the regionals, the locals, uh, trials events, and I also represent the USA at ISDE um, alongside Mike Jolly, who is also um, a lot. He helps with a lot of that stuff. Um, Probably not. And Mike I Jolly, now live. <laughs> I now live in Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's it. I mean, uh, uh, last week I didn't live in Ohio, and this week I do live in Ohio. And so that's kind of, I'm actually in a hotel right now um, behind the AMA building. Um, You're like, I get to walk
0: to work for a week.
2: (laughs) Yeah, except I drive because it's been raining every day. So, you know, (laughs) it's just one of those things. Um, But uh, we were just looking at a house. Um, it's like a barn on property that was converted into a house and the garage can fit my van in it and and the dog went ape and so we're probably going to be moving in there on the 15th probably Um, so we'll have to see about that um so that's what's been going on. Oh
0: my gosh, that's so much information. Well, I want to know, let, yeah. let's pull it back and talk to us a little bit how this kind of came about because for people like Mark and I, we have seen you, as you mentioned when we were before we went live, it's been a good 10 years that you've really been a race promoter, you know, probably getting paid mainly with handies and donations um, and every now and again. Usually beer and barbecue. Yeah, I was about to say beer and potentially some food when somebody was feeling frisky. Um, but oh. yeah, so I mean, like where, I mean, obviously you've always put your heart and soul into this, which has been great promoting all the races that you have done. So I, I, I am assuming that somebody took note, right. And kind of were like, he could be a great person to come into this. Maybe you applied, like, I don't know. So kind of take, talk us through like how this kind of, uh, came about and what got, got you to Ohio. Uh,
2: well, I could do like the long version. I don't know how much time I have. Let, let's go short do... version and then
0: we'll ask more specific questions. Okay. And we'll let Mark so as, only have two.
2: Yeah, as you know, I was doing GXC and then I eventually started doing National Hair and Hound and all that stuff. Um, and I got an instant message from someone in District 36, actually, uh, Liz Chambly. um was like, hey, is Chuck still at the AMA? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. And so I went to call him and uh, someone else picked there. up. Alex picked up and he wasn't there. And he was like, hey, we're accepting resumes. And <laughs> okay. I was like, uh what are the what are the qualifications and he just said just turn one in and we'll see what happens um and then a week later they flew me out to interview and then two weeks later I live here now and so that's kind of what happened it just basically I just said yes along the way from the beginning doing all the stuff and ended up here and that's where I am now
1: so doing so, the right thing paid off people were noticing what you were doing that's awesome.
2: I, you know, it kind of because I, I sent him my resume and they didn't really know who I was because I always worked with Chuck. I was underneath Chuck Weir. He was the off-road manager. He made sure that NHHA was happening, the West Harris scrambles, along with the East and along with all the locals. And so I always answered to him. And so I had actually emailed him that morning and he didn't respond. So I was like, oh well, maybe he's just sick today or he just hasn't responded and, and it, he wasn't there anymore. And that's actually why he didn't respond. Um, so yeah a lot of the guys kind of like oh we had no idea uh, that there was someone doing all of this stuff back west you know and it was just one of those things they were blown away by my resume uh and I mean even me kind of I was writing it going oh my god <laughs> what the hell <laughs> this is what like I actually because like, I've never actually taken inventory of that I just do the things I don't know I just do it it's just I'm, I'm and you know how it is I mean one, I'm in Baja. Then the next day, I'm at a National Hare and Hound. And then that next weekend, I'm back in Mexico for something else. I mean, so that's I never really looked at it like listed as things that I've done or anything until that point. And, and it was kind of like, you know, if they don't hire me, that would be dumb. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just wrote all of this out, and you're not going to hire me? Like what? Yeah, that's insane. What you having, <laughs> yeah, guys? So. Come on.
2: I mean, they were like, hey, do you know how to use Excel? And then I was I'm like, so, uh, <laughs> oh. you know, that's kind of, and it just, it's kind of worked out, in our, uh, you know, alongside Alex, and uh, he's a racer also in the motocross side, and uh, Alex Hunter, actually, uh, I think, Hunter, I keep forgetting, and, uh, but he's, yeah, he was very excited to have another racer working in the next, the next cubicle or in the office or whatever, um, because, you know, that's something that AMA really, really, really needs. I mean, I was on the phone with some guy from ECA today, and I guess the person he was talking to before, and, and Chuck before, kinda, kinda knew what he was talking about, but you know, when they started talking about blow impossibles and all this other stuff, I was like, oh yeah, no, I know, I do that all the time, Whoa. And he's like, man, I'm gonna love having you on my side. And
0: so that's, <laughs> kind of, that's kind of where we're at right now. It so. blows me away that someone's awesome. still talking about possible checks, like, that, that, that's still a thing that's yeah, uh, east coast uh, there's still some people out there actually a, really I doing haven't that done a timekeeper in so long i would totally just be like put me on a double age row i don't want to time <laughs> let's just do that
1: i've only done two and that's all i did i just waited until somebody stopped and then i stopped
0: yep. they're like just follow <laughs> yeah. us and
1: i was like okay
0: that's what i did my whole uh, yes. junior my youth career is, uh, is a c rider and b rider is let's like follow my dad and then one yeah. day, I got faster than him, and then he actually had to teach me how to time keep because he's like, well, shit. So. Yeah,
2: that's basically what happened to me is, uh, you know, my dad and my brother were always the time keepers. And I always had the stuff on the handlebars because, I mean, I'm kind of doing it too, whatever. And then my brother uh, had broken his neck that year, so he wasn't wow. racing. And then uh, my dad was on, uh, he was 50 plus, so he didn't have to third loop. And then my computer died. And so all I had was my roll chart, my Odo, my clock, and I was like, "All right, I guess I'm learning right now." <laughs> and that's that's basically what happened to me. I mean, I kind of knew what was going on because we had done enduros, but it, it was just you know thrown into the the what is that whatever the to the wolves thrown throw it in thrown the fire. into it. Yeah, exactly. Thrown into the tornado or the storm or whatever it was. Look and at this the, guy drives right, past
0: Oklahoma and he starts talking about tornadoes already.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, there Does was a tornado, there was a tornado happen up, and up there right too. After.
0: So, it was sketchy. Oh, right. Wow. But, uh, yeah. anyways. Yeah, okay, so, ha, being over all of these events, and it, it seems different, like, uh, so many different series happen for so many different reasons, right? Like, there's privately owned ones where these people just schedule everything and make it happen, and then maybe something like the and Hound, where you guys work with clubs to put these events on. Is that kind of uh, loosely, I mean, uh, to a degree? And so... How do you structure all of this if you're over literally national to regional to local and all, all these events? Like, what does your Excel spreadsheet look like? Because it sounds crazy.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, it's my fourth day today.
0: Better grasp of the situation. Right? What? I mean, you know how to use Excel and you don't <laughs> well, already have really?
1: this figured out?
2: <laughs> yeah. No.
0: You, didn't, well, you really? didn't make a calculation?
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, well, so basically what happens is the clubs um, apply for their sanctions. And as, as long as uh, basically the nationals can't conflict with each other. They can't conflict with ISDE, and they can't conflict with the ISTE qualifiers. Kind of from there, it's kind of anything goes, whatever you want to do, as long as it's not two district 14 races on the same weekend, you can't do that. And you can't do uh, like on the East coast, there's the districts are very, very, very close together and they do their best to not be over each other. But basically it's kind of anything goes. I mean, at any given weekend, um, last weekend there was uh, 30 sanctions uh, across the whole United States that were out. I mean, 20 of them were probably motocross, but uh, but there was a lot, a lot of sanctions out. But the ones that really, really matter and really can't go over each other are the nationals, uh, the regionals, and uh, ISDE because right. that's that's the end-all, be-all blackout blackout date.
0: Yeah. Uh, so. Um. And then GNCC, too, now. What was it, last year? Was their first year yeah. back? Uh, well, they're considered a national. Okay, they're, so I, that's was going to be my question. Yeah. I figured, but I just didn't yeah.
2: know. Yeah, so basically, there's, a, there's one national championship um, in every discipline. There's hair scramble, hair and hound, enduro, and trials. So there's GNCC for the national hair scramble, and that's actually why we have the East and West hair scramble instead, is because there's already a national hair scramble. Um, and then... Uh, national Hare and Hound, National Enduro, and the National Trials. And then everything else is broken down to regionals, like Full Gas is a regional championship, uh, Big Six is a regional championship, East and West Hare Scramble is a regional championship, and then it goes to locals and different local championships and premier events and stuff. Like that. So Interesting. It's kind of the, the hierarchy, is the nationals, then the regionals, then the locals. And then what about
0: a national off-road championship? like we had in 2013. Are we, are we going to see that again? Like a national national off-road championship like we saw at, at Big Sky in 2013. Like is, Oh, is, I mean,
2: okay.
0: No, I, I you're know, talking about... I know it's your fourth you're day. You're talking
2: about like an East-West shootout. You're talking about like an East-West shootout. Sure. Um, um, like kind of...
0: It's something not where we national, can like put everybody uh, together yeah. in
2: one basket oh, and then, And you know, you're like, you are you know this because we've already been, I've already been working with you on this. Yeah. Uh, and I've been working with Kenny Held, uh from the East West Scramble as well. Um, we're working on, and this is before I was even here, this is when we were still doing, still doing West Hair Scramble. Um, we're working on a uh, East-West shootout, at least one for 2017, something similar to Montana, um, but closer to the middle because Montana's still pretty far uh, West um, as far as the, the East-West guys go. Um, uh, beyond, uh, we're looking at either Texas or Oklahoma or somewhere like that. And being in the position that I am now, I have a lot more resources to just okay, who's in Texas and just look them up, yeah. or who's in Oklahoma, just look it up, and or or kind of actually go to these places and talk to these people instead of um, trying to just call them or like you know just hit them up on the internet. Yeah, it'd up, be like so. Facebook
0: message Brian and say, who do I talk to in Missouri? That's exactly what happened. So That's exactly how that. I happens. was like, "Well, I think I might know two people, but the guy, one of those two guys, is Steve Levan, and he's going to know everybody." So, yep.
2: <laughs> yeah, and so that kind of opened up a good, good conversation there. Um, and then I'm actually going to be next weekend. Um, uh, I mean, I've got, I've got a chocked full weekends. This weekend is the uh, Vintage uh, Motorcycle Days in mid Mid Ohio, which is the huge event, and I'm going to be racing the the vintage hair scramble on a ninety seven nice. RM two fifty. Whoa. Um and, yeah, I borrowed it from one of the kids in the office. And then um and then uh, the next weekend is a East Hair Scramble in Pennsylvania. Uh, and then the next weekend is a National Enduro in Pennsylvania. And then the next weekend is a full gas in Indiana. So it's just gonna be back to back to back to back to back. And basically they were saying that someone from the AMA being at every one of those events and participating or doing more than just standing there giving it a thumbs up is unprecedented. And you know, as you know, I'm going to probably be pounding stakes and and uh, working signups just because that's just what I do. So.
1: so, will we see you at the TKO then? On, I, have, on.
2: I Is it AMA? I
1: think it is. It you is, said it was, right? It is AMA. It is. Back. When is it? Yeah, uh, August twenty twenty first. Yes, that.
2: Uh if I can figure out a way to parlay it, that I'm working and yeah, it's not very far
1: there. from you now that you're in Ho
0: Is it not? I, have I think no it's no only idea. like
1: six hours, seven hours, maybe. That is way shorter than our drive. it's a lot
0: closer. I am very jealous. I may try to pull the yeah. Rick Nolan this year. Oh, and just fly down, huh? Yeah, I,
1: sweet. That's some big pimping there. I should definitely go for that. That's that's one of, and that's
2: one of the big things because we're really working on him representation at all of the national events and regionals if we can um and that's a really big event um to have with the pros and uh, the publicity and all those other things to have somebody from the ama there is going to be it would be huge and so do that would be definitely something
0: get do. to wear one of the amazing blue polo shirts while you're at the event. yeah
2: and it's got the new logo that no one's really seen yet because it just barely came out it's on the new rule book I, well, yeah, I mean you were only there, there four days on the and the new you already website? created all this yeah, it's on the. T- it should be on the header of their brand new website. It's the AMA Racing underneath it. A- oh, wait, no, it's not. It says it's not AMA Pro no, Racing. No, it's not. It's not on their new website because uh, uh. Alex was just saying it today, and I don't have a logo with me. I'm sorry. Who did the? I'll web- send you one. I have one Man. on my computer somewhere.
1: Who did the website? all excited for nothing.
0: Yeah. When you just started, and we're gonna ask you all these questions. You should have known to be just like so yeah, I know. Prepared.
1: I know.
2: And it was the it was the Fourth of July weekend, so I was there for two days. And then I had three days off. Um, that's and then the, last, there for, the
0: best time to start. That is amazing. Go and you.
2: I, well, and then I'm, and then like as I'm driving over they're like uh, Bill, my boss, was actually like, you know, you're expected to go to Vintage Motorcycle Days, just so you know like it's a bad thing or something i don't know (laughs) and so so i worked for two days then i have three days off then i work for two more days and then we're going straight to vintage motorcycle days for like five days or four days or something um where we're just basically to be in the off-road area um managing the hair scrambles the trials and the motocross and sounds like a horrible job people enjoying vintage things so it's gonna be cool
0: um does the AMA do anything with Diamond Dons down here?
1: <laughs> Diamond Dons. Diamond
0: Dons is like a big vintage event down here. Like, Todd Slavic goes and races, okay. and Guy Cooper goes and races and stuff. Like, yeah. it's super local to here. But I don't know if it's – like he's obviously – this is an AMA vintage thing, right? Like, I get, don't know – Get your notepad out and start riding. Yeah. Taking notes there, Eric. Diamond Dons, that would be a great way to get you. I don't know if it's Texas, Texas, but I know that it's down here because even <laughs> Todd wanted me to go dogs diamond dogs i'm writing this down right now diamond don's like uh d-o-n
2: d-o-n all right i got the note on that so i'm he's gonna be AMA next year there you go
0: yeah (laughs) diamond don racing wow diamond don's 15th annual yeah national vintage motocross
2: oh that's awesome yeah that's that's one of the things is uh we're really pushing for vintage because that has become a really big thing um
0: so, um, we're I don't know why on- those bikes suck to ride. We have that <laughs> what we, the the eighty well, eighty something can am. Now I'm fucking uh, four hundred can am. And it is just. I mean, it's yeah. fun to ride, but to even consider going what we Actually call race. race pace this day, oh hell no! Like, well, I think that's why guys love it. Is
2: because the guys that can't race anymore that suck now they can blame it on their bike. Before they had Ooh, no, weird missing I'm <laughs> totally getting into that. They had no excuse before. They just sucked. Now they're like, nah, this 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 74, it's terrible. You know it. You it's know
0: totally it. got a crack in the gas tank. I don't know. It's like totally yeah, losing weight. Yeah, so it's not holding.
2: It. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> left-handed kick starter. No I don't know. Yeah, that no is a thing. No brakes. <laughs> yeah, where's no, where's no my hydraulic fucking, clutch? Oh, I no. think that what it does, it adds like another element of turning it from being a competition where you really do want to win to just like, I'm just trying to finish because this is fun and kind of hilarious. So I think yeah. that's,
0: well, that's, that's what the, that's why Todd wants me to, or has, has, has tried to instill in me the need to go to diamond Don's vintage race is cause he, for that point, 80% of the people there, it is a party at the, on the pasture, you know, like Kevin Wyndham's deal. Okay. Like it is just like a big ass drinkathon, where you go ride your bike for like two laps and you got your riding in, and then you go back and you go drink. And party's on, like, gotcha. and then your day is over. Yeah, and that's definitely something
2: uh, that happens at this event. I mean, there's there's lots of uh, uh, local breweries and all kinds of stuff that come in. Uh, and last year, uh, basically a, a pit race broke out in the pit. <laughs> it just happened. But Toro
0: and TCCRA and, would kill people over that.
2: Yeah, wow. and so – so this year, we're doing a pit race, but I'm sure that there will still be the pit race just in the pits, and sure it will happen. And uh, I mean, I guess that's probably like half my job there is wrangling everybody that's having a really good time <laughs> around to ensure that they have a safe, good time.
0: So like, They've never had an AMA official that could actually do as many shots as they can.
2: And <laughs> still put and, in the lap And laps. still
0: actually do his job.
2: Yeah. I don't come on. I don't even drink. Come on, guys. Like barely. I had a beer with Mike or Mark. Sorry, I don't call you Mike last weekend too. Well, but, uh, uh, Mark.
0: Before we get too too crazy into this, I wanted to be able to talk uh, because we're coming up on our we're 8:25. We've got a couple more minutes before we get Ben Kelly in here. You just got a chance to do your first National Hare and Hound in New yes. Mexico. That was your last, you know, National Hare and Hound that you officially got to work in your capacity from before. Um, talk us through that. Like, What was that event like for you, Mark? Well, it was really awesome
1: because, you know, Eric, was it 16 or 15? Was the East Coast or, I mean, West Coast Promoter of the Year from the AMA? Is that correct? Uh,
2: something like that. Something 13, like that. I think it was 13 or 14. Uh, so yeah, the West Coast Promoter of the Year, yeah.
1: Me wanting to learn more and, and, and try to learn about promoting different events and things like that. I followed what Eric was doing and uh, –
0: got a notification that your facial hair is just you need totally to step off. it up yeah step I know. It up.
1: Close. It's almost got it it's yeah. getting there i'm just Close. gonna have to trim up a little bit <laughs> so anyway erica uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so oklahoma facial hair it's a ginger thing yeah oh yeah <laughs> so anyway they had a cancellation uh so they uh you know they work with gas off road was able to get it out into new mexico so i was like i wanted to do a hair and hound that was the closest it was ever going to get to texas so i said look i'm gonna make it happen drove out there got to meet up with eric and ocean uh rick from team rns that was actually putting it on awesome uh it was a great event i got to pit with uh the Chittister transport racing team. Okay. They came around, they helped me out as a pit crew. As an amateur? As, like as, that, exactly. <laughs> hey, I'll take what I can yeah, get. Absolutely. As well as Colin from uh, Pervon's racing team. Oh, fantastic. They all pitted for me and helped me out. And it was, uh, to me, that heron hound. Now, Eric, you're in Ohio, but I am planning on going out to either California or Nevada to make another one, hopefully by the end of the year. Awesome. Because that was a truly, I felt like that was a man's race. It was a 25 mile loop and you had I had as a B rider I had to do three loops, 75 miles. Yeah. And it was a ass kicker, dude, but it was so much fun. Good. It, it so yeah. so they did a great job. I mean, everything just kind of went off without a hitch. So, I know with uh Eric teaming up with Gasset, you know, everybody had a compromise on the on the layout as far as, you know, the the procedures and things like that, but man it went great so we didn't have any issues it was fun
0: that's awesome man yeah um and i wanted to know kind of what you thought about the heron hound format we know that the heron hound format's a little bit different um in the sense you're talking about the 325 mile loops and all that kind of stuff um were there much trails in the sense of like what we kind of maybe would use as single track or like, was it still more of like desert what we would see? Well, for this one, I was
1: told that it wasn't like a, a true Heron Hound. Um, you know, they do more of the traditional bomb starts, uh, and, and there's a longer loop, I think like 40 or 50 mile loop, something like that. So the, you know, Heron Hound actually compromised with Gasset because they had already right. laid out the program but the actual track that we raced on was very similar to um some of our west texas uh you know enduros. okay i mean yeah, so there was whooping. a lot yeah it was it was open in some areas we had some you know some ridge tops yeah uh, a lot of whoops and a lot of sand washes
0: uh mesquite trees cedar
1: trees <laughs> it was oh and, and cactus i mean yep. i still got plenty in my hand
0: That looks fun Looks so, oh, and if anybody wants to see me hit a cactus, just search for that on the internet because yes, that's horrible. Yes. Hitting a cactus is never fun, especially when it covers any entire no. part of your body.
1: I felt it. Uh, right. I got mine on the first lap probably about five miles in, uh, and it sucked. Uh, but like I said, 75 miles. I ended up third in the 40B class, so I was totally pumped. Got on the podium. Got to think, uh, you know chittister Racing, NTX off-road, MSR. You know, got to thank everybody for, you know, backing me and getting me out there. Kenda.
0: He's like you know, MSR for giving me clothes, fly racing for supporting seat time. You know, you gotta,
1: hey, hey, <laughs> Kenda took care of us though. Mike always takes care of us. Kenda's awesome. Uh, you know, so we're running the Washugles in the rear with the triple in the front. Worked out perfect. So digging that. I know, I'm ready to find out about this Obics.
0: Tire. oh it's gonna be cool man it's gonna be cool it's the but prototype you, that we've been running but yeah um it finally solidified on a oh the one carcass. that we ran last year yeah, okay but it's right. they finally solidified on a, the carcass they want to use okay but yeah eric
1: and uh gas it off road they teamed up and man they did awesome so like i said it kind of sparked that fire so now i'm ready for another real hair and hound yeah but it was a man's race
0: I, man that's the thing it's like i don't you know i don't who knows how well I mean, it seems that KR4 does fine, you know, with their, yeah. their uh, rent-to-race kind of program. But it seems like something like that for and Hound and kind of some of the more West Coast stuff would be pretty epic as well, um, uh, just to be able to to have that kind of capacity, Cause, you know, fly-in and fly-out kind of situation. Because yeah. we're not always going to get as lucky as we just did. We're, you're, excuse me, you were able to drive to New Mexico and go race a and Hound. Yeah, I think uh, the, yeah. The, the next
1: closest one was like 19 Hours from yep. Wichita Falls. So. That's far. <laughs> but, you know, Eric got me the bug. I mean, it, it was, you know, I got to come out and hang out with them and now it just made me want to go and, and, and try one. I mean, for me, I like going and trying the different races just to see their formats, how they do things, how, you know, their promoters work with the with the organizations and how they get things done i just always want to improve on anything that i'm going to promote or do as well
0: yeah and that's smart i really like that that you're kind of not afraid to realize that you don't have all the answers and other people could have better ways to do things or more efficient or all that kind of stuff i learned quite a
1: few track marking tricks with eric oh i bet
0: (laughs) i bet am
2: i still on here are we still on here oh yeah you're still on i lost your video Oh, uh, well, uh, we could still I see, your, see you I see your ugly mug. Okay. Yeah, I know that was that was uh That's why I was just kind of being quiet. Let you guys talk. I didn't know if I was still on here or not but uh, yeah uh, That's kind of the whole thing about coming out to these other events is is I mean like like Mark to say I mean he was able to just hook up with the pro team that was right there and they weren't like Oh, yeah, they were like no come on hang out with us and hang out with us all night like we'll hang out we'll party and whatever because especially Chinnister and the Purvines guys, they are, they. I mean, and, and ultimately all the teams. That's how, that's how a lot of those guys are. Um, you know, like the Ricky Brabeck and his guy uh, <laughs> Nardine and right. uh, all the other people that are out there. So they'll they'll pitch you no matter what. Like, hey, can I pitch with you guys? Absolutely. And so that's what's really cool about coming out there. And and that's I don't know. You remember my uh, my GXC to GNCC thing? Yep. I mean that that was why I went. Was just to learn what they do different than we do, and that's it. I mean, it wasn't really. I mean, and plus to race because I was out there, but I mean to really learn like what do they do different that we are we aren't doing or or because at the time working with clubs is challenging because every club excuse me is different, and and I asked like Alan Rand I think I've told you this before Brian and I said how do how do you deal with all the different clubs are different well that's just it they're all different And, and instead of telling them what to do you help them do it so then you can learn or they can learn from you and then you can also learn from them as opposed to you just coming in with an iron fist telling them this is how we're doing it and then being mad that they didn't do it the way you told them to um, so it's absolutely uh... and and also uh, that new mexico one it was it was pretty much on autopilot so you actually saw the the least amount that i've actually worked at a race i mean normally i'm normally i'm out there another full day in advance pounding and steaks all day every day for the youth course or Or something like that so that was definitely a tamer one and i got to hang out with you a lot more more at that event than i normally would have been able to
1: (laughs) yeah he 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 was he was taking it pretty easy those guys they did have everything because i offered i said what can i help with and he's like man they've already got it all done i'm just he's like i'm gonna partner
0: with these guys a little bit more often in the future yeah let them do it worked out
2: and and uh and and like you said it was not the normal heron hound for to say the least um but it went off and everybody that came had a blast. Um, we almost doubled their normal turnout. They normally have about 110, 120 and we had 230. Um, so, and then the guy Rick, who just rejoined Gasset this year, his race last year without being Gasset without being NHHA had 30 riders. Um, so that's really our, I mean, we, we lost our ass on that event <laughs> by, by, you know, by every, at every angle, we lost money bad. Um, but the point was, is putting on an event yeah. for the writers and ensuring that the series continued and then to do things like allowing you uh, to participate in an event that you might not have gotten to do otherwise. And, yeah, there was now. a lot of
1: the local guys that had never done a national or anything like that. And so I talked yeah. to them and they were pretty excited about it. Um, and and the national guys that I actually talked to you know a lot of times when the format changes or something everybody kind of gets their little panties in a wad all the guys i mean they knew that the format changed they were still appreciative that um Gasset was able to accommodate them so they didn't have a canceled race so that was you know that was great yeah. sportsmanship
0: yeah i agree yeah you, you, we have seen kind of it get weird sometimes when it's like nah, it's not what we do we're here to do this you know, yeah but
2: yeah and actually it's funny the only people that complained about that were people that weren't going to go anyway that's not a hare and hound, yeah. But you weren't going anyway, so don't even worry about it. Right. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. that was generally the. There were people that were like, you know, I understand. Like this isn't really a hair and hound, but I totally understand. At least we're racing. At least we got something to do right. over the weekend. Um. Where the people that that weren't gonna come, not even the people that stayed home, aren't even following the series, were the only ones that really had anything to say about it, uh, which was. It's not necessarily interesting because it's normal. That's just the way it is. The, the the people that aren't willing to step up and make things happen are the ones that are the first ones to complain about it, um, right. which, you know, that leaves more room for people like Mark and myself to do good things because we, we work hard and make it happen instead of complaining that it's not happening. So I like it. Well, that's kind of what it's all about, especially in this... this, this uh, in off-road in motorsports, you
0: yeah. what are what are some what are some changes as we wrap it up? What are you what's one of the things that you know you want to do that you you is something you can accomplish in the next year?
2: Uh, well, we're doing a lot of a lot more stuff with uh, like like Mark was actually talking about with GNCC and uh, and and rider uh, the rider advancement stuff um, because we have the new uh, rider performance values that just started a couple of years ago but haven't really been implemented um, and working with a uniform system to track people's uh, results because on the motocross side they have a hundred percent of their results so they can say these are the demographics, these are where the riders are, these are where the riders aren't, this is what they're doing, this is what they aren't doing where on the, motor, uh, the off-road side they only get about forty percent of their results accurately in, in a format that they can use uh, so that's one big thing that we're going after um, Another thing, I know I was talking with Antti, uh, calling in from KTM um, before I actually worked for K, for AMA, and he said that he's got a lot of ideas for the um, qualifiers, um, to make the qualifiers a lot more uh, prestigious. and Because, I mean, if you look at uh, the, full, the full gas one, while the event is huge, the LOI riders, there weren't a ton there. There was only, I think, 18 or 20 or something actual LOI riders. While at the same time, all the top pros were there doing their thing, racing uh, full gas, which, is, which like I said, I'm going to be there at the end of this month. But then you turn around and you look at Idaho, and there was over 100 LOI riders. And so, that's a lot. Yeah. And, and, and it was two days of over 300 riders sold out.
0: Yeah.
2: And I love and, that event, and, though.
0: I'd go back, but again, that's another fly in, fly out, because ain't no way I'm making that 36 yeah. hour drive again. Ooh no.
2: Yeah. So I know that we're going to be working a lot with that. Yeah, we're going to be working a lot uh, with with that and with uh, making those a lot more prestigious because, I mean, back in the day, the qualifiers used to be the thing. And right now it's, it's oh, yeah, the qualifier just happened. You missed it kind of thing. And and we want to bring that back up um, really big, uh, the East-West Shootout um, that we were talking about just the most, uh, Hair Scramble Series. Uh, it's, it's, this is the first year that e, uh, ECEA has taken it over. Kind of like similar to the NHHA, how we did at the West Coast Hair Scrambles. Um, So they're growing those again. I mean, I think they had uh, 11 this year, um, and they were really, really good. Um, So we're gonna be working with them. And then, I mean, like I said, I'm—it's only my fourth day, so we're—I'm just kind of figuring out where the bathroom is and the coffee machine and all that stuff right now. (laughs) Where do I take a poop? Where do I poop? so once I get all that stuff in, it'll be, we'll be able to be a lot more proactive. And I think one of the biggest things that's different is not necessarily that we're doing things that I'm going to be doing things different, things different. It's that I'm going to be um, involved a lot more, like going to full gas, going to national enduro, going to hair scramble, going to GCC, going to TKO. not only sitting in the booth and working signups and doing AMAs and representing and and all those things but also participate which is something that they haven't had in a long 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 time is someone representing the AMA who also participates and also races and answers your email before you're almost done sending it kind of thing you know because you know how that's how, I, how that's how I am a lot of times is is you just sent it and I'm like yep or I just replied right then because ultimately I'll just forget and I'll never do it if I don't do it right away that so, sounds really familiar because yeah, I try to yeah. do the
0: same thing if I get an email I'm like Unless it's something I have to really think about, then it's, oh.
2: Yeah. Nobody will come needs- back to, I'll, I'll mark it as unread, and I'll totally have forgotten about reading it all together. Yep. So that's Nobody needs
0: me to have to think about anything for too long, though.
2: Yeah, <sighs> exactly. So I think that's the biggest thing, is the communication part. Um, like with District 36, their biggest complaint about the AMA was the communication, lack of communication. And I already went to one of their meetings, and they're already ecstatic about that, um, Everybody that I've talked to is like, this is actually the first time someone's called us back in a while. Um, but also they were in the transitional phase of, of getting new people in, new people, old people out, kind of things like that. So, um, and then a lot more communication with the clubs directly. Uh, so more than anything, it's just going to be the communication and communicating what the AMA is doing and not just, you know, you have to be an AMA member to find out kind of thing. It's going to be, it's going to be proactively pushing um, not necessarily being a member, but but being involved and being uh, participating in what the AMA has going on, because yeah. 99% of it is maintaining off road and making sure that you can race next weekend. Yeah,
0: I mean, the so benefit, the benefits of being an AMA member at that point will sound more will make more sense to people when it's just like, why am I paying yeah. money so I can have a membership? Like they don't get why they need to have, like why they should, you know, take part and yeah. in, in, get roadside so. assistance.
2: Yeah. yeah, you know that, and that's not. I mean, that's awesome. I threw my AAA card, but. But it's a lot more than that. And, and even the more, I, the more that I work there, or since it's only been about a week, but the more that I work there, <laughs> the, more, the more, more that I that learned been there. That there's a lot more There's a lot more, more involved. Being on my end from NHHA and being as, as involved as I was, I still didn't know how involved the AMA really is in everything that we do. And, and, and a lot of it is conservation of our history. Because um, that is the motorcycle museum. That's it. The motorcycle Hall of Fame. That's it. That's the one that's yeah. connected to my work. Yep. It's right there. There's Ryan Sipes' bike. Right there. There's there's Doug Henry's bike, the 400 that he won. And it's actually not the one he won on, because that one burned down. It's the one that he tested. Um, so that's like Alex's favorite bike. And and there's there's a lot, a lot of history and a lot of things um,
0: that it. You know, it's it's really cool to be a part of and I'm really happy to be here. Epic, dude. Well, congrats. Thanks. Good luck with it. Have fun, and uh, you know, we'll 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 keep it up every couple of months. Just call you in, chat with you, and see what uh how much uh, havoc you've wrecked.
2: Perfect, and that's kind of one of the things. I even I dropped you in my interview, and I was like, I'll be on seat time. <laughs> so they're like, what are you gonna do? That's gonna further our things like, i'll use the internet whatever and they're like all right so the <laughs> internet it was good so I. internet. yeah internet. <laughs> exactly so so i think just 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 being um vocal about what's going on and checking in like you were saying just checking in i mean even doing you know like a five minute all right check it in okay bye kind of thing you know would i think i think be cool and helpful and and um you know, show that there's a lot more, because go- like I was saying, th- that last weekend, there was 30 sanctions, and that's a low weekend. For That's like, why aren't there more, kind of weekend. Yeah. So, with a lot of organizations, like, like in District 37 or in Texas or wherever, they're like, well, no one cares about our race, even though there's nothing else going on. Well, no, there's 50 other races going on this weekend, so everybody's behind everybody and everybody's working together to race this weekend. So have a blast and enjoy yourself on a dirt bike. And I mean, that's, that's kind of what it's about, you know?
0: I like it. We'll do awesome. We really appreciate it, man. Enjoy your punk show this evening. I want to see good pictures yeah. on the internet. and uh, we went straight from here and from Puerto Rico. It started 40 minutes ago. So. Well, I apologize. Go get, go get your, <laughs> uh, go get your
2: mosh on. All right. I will see you guys next time.
0: All right, buddy. Uh, Sweat it out. Have fun. Later. Thanks
2: again. All right. Do
0: I hang up? I press hang up, right? Sure. <laughs> That's always a good way to end it. Eric's well, awesome. awesome, dude. You know, yeah, I know. Eric. Eric is definitely an awesome dude. I'm super excited for him um, because, and the AMA because I think that I don't think that they truly understand how much of a force to be reckoned with they just hired.
1: Yeah, he's like a he's he's a go getter. I mean, he's always thinking about things to, to better the off road community and stuff. And so, I mean, it's good to have you know fresh new blood uh at the ama and i I expect a lot more things to to be popping up about the ama and what's going on you know we visited and, and i told him i was like yeah texas we don't even our races aren't ama sanctioned we don't it's most people down here don't even look that it would be a benefit so we we talked about some of that stuff and you know getting his thoughts and stuff i think is is really gonna be beneficial for for the ama it's gonna be awesome yeah
0: i got i just recently actually it was was late last year i got my uh my lifer for being a member for what is like 25 30 years years. yeah Yeah. and uh but the only reason that happened is because i kept it up ever since i moved from louisiana because in louisiana everything was an ama sanctioned series but coming to texas nothing was so i didn't really need it um, and, you know, there's a couple of national enduros you do here and there and stuff. But, I mean, if I were just doing the local events here in Texas, there'd be no need for right. it. Um, and it's 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 very it's very weird. Like, I didn't – I don't and still don't get it. But at the same time, like, you know, that's why GNCC said no. Because you're not looking out for our best interest as right. a series and for the writers. You're not giving them any real benefit. Um, and so they waited for those changes to happen. And once those changes happened – that's when, right. you know, GNCC came back. Came back on, and I think
1: it's a great. I mean, it's it's great to have the AMA back in the events, uh, you know, visiting with him about, you know, my event. Um, we kind of talked about, you know, AMA and, and maybe being, you know, sanctioned by the AMA and the benefits. And so I was able to, to actually get that information and kind of figure some stuff out. So... I mean, it's cool, and it's great what they're doing, and I think we need to support the AMA more.
0: I like it. Everybody, we're going to want to support them more. Oh, my gosh. BK, we do not have your video. Please, sir, let's make it sexy.
1: You can twist the throttle, but he can't yeah, work the clutch. Yeah, he knows how to ride. What is
0: up, Mr. Ben Kelly, dude? We appreciate you coming on the show tonight. How's it going over there in uh, the Northeast?
3: Oh, it's uh, it's going pretty good. Uh, I appreciate you guys having me on the show.
0: Yeah, no worries, dude. Absolutely. Well, uh, we kind of wanted to just check in. Obviously, you just won Tough Like Roar. That's a damn awesome accomplishment. So we wanted to catch up, see how that event went for you. But then too, kind of talking about some of the other stuff that you've done, because I know that you've done some J Day. You've done some other racing there in the uh, in the Northeast. So you know, what what is kind of your cup of tea? Like, what 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 series do you could you compete in the most that you? Uh, that you're there every weekend if you will
3: well uh, I started out uh, racing the Netra Hair Scramble series that's kind of the local series I grew up racing and then um, once the J-Day Off-Road series came onto the scene I started racing some of those and um, started doing all the sprint enduros the J-Day sprint enduros and just this year I started racing all the GNCC's
0: and Um, are you one of the few guys that I've seen with the Trail Jester's crew that have been hitting the GNCCs this year?
3: Yeah, um, one of my friends, uh, Josh Tolth, and myself were the, kind of the Trail Jester GNCC team, I guess you could say.
0: Right on. And, uh, what class do you guys race when you head to the GNCCs? Uh, we've been racing
3: the XC2 class.
1: Oh, buddy. And killing it. Oh, buddy, dude. Him and Josh have been on, and and it's it's interesting because i've watched them all season um and their speed almost every lap it's ben and josh right there together coming up through the pack and it's awesome so oh so even been doing during awesome. the race they're still like oh yeah it's like, it's like, each like each the trail jesters are right there usually you know ben's i think ben's been on the podium like three or four times now this year
3: uh yeah i've been on it twice this year yeah that's and it seems like uh no matter where we're racing, me and Josh are always battling with each other. doesn't matter where.
1: That's
0: cool. cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then so to, to make kind of the – I don't know if to transition to Tough Like Roar, like an extreme enduro kind of event, have you had much experience competing in other kind of more extreme style events before Tough Like Roar?
3: Um, not really. Just growing up and living in New England, we have a lot of rocks and gnarly trail riding. So, yeah. um, i always enjoy doing that and i raced top like roar last year and did pretty good ended up second so i was just looking forward to it all year
0: that's awesome dude well um break break it down for us what what the event kind of looked like because you know we've seen pictures we kind of know it's a two-day format we know that there's a little bit longer here then there's a different type of hair scramble type stuff here throughout the event like with the first kind of way that you guys knocked down to the 50 what was that first race like for you guys
3: um well they start off saturday they have two races they're two one hour uh hair scramble type events and um they're two totally different courses and that's uh just kind of the qualifying advancing from race to race and then sunday they start out with a they combine both courses from Saturday and add tougher sections. And then that's the final qualifying for the, the main event, the Tough Lake Roar event. And that's the long course they have with a bunch of added really hard sections.
0: Okay. Now, uh, having this been your first kind of extreme event, talk us through like the technical levels. Um, of of, you broke that down really well so kind of go back to that and say like maybe you know like if you were to what's the uh, one through ten like how hard some of the sections were and then like when they added something on what level of difficulty do you think was actually added to the event at that point for you as a rider
3: um I don't know this is the like the first tough I guess you could say hard enduro style event I've done so um a lot of the tra- the trails were just like technical hair scramble type trails, a lot of really tight stuff off camber hills and gnarly rock gardens but they had some, some tough sections where you had to pick your lines and it was a struggle to get through but I never ended up getting stuck and um, I guess on a scale of one to ten I guess they had some some sections that were like an eight. I guess uh, once you got through it you, you were happy to get through it clean and you were just waiting to try again next lap.
1: Right. So, Ben, was it was it kind of like just maybe a, a Netra, but it was like a two-day Netra, just a little more difficult? Uh, did the GNCC, you know, the three-hour GNCCs that you are doing now, did that make the huge difference and, and really push you in that technical stuff?
3: Yeah, it, all, it definitely helped the GNCCs and the Netra races because the Netra races – it reminded me a lot of that. It's yeah. really rocky and relentless. You never have a chance to rest, and um, the and hardest the part videos, I think is what it like. it's a lot of riding. You're, it's like five to six hours of riding over the weekend.
0: Right. Um, have you? You haven't had a chance though to do like the TKO. Is that correct?
3: No, I haven't. But I'm going this year, so I'm excited okay, for that. Okay,
0: that was my question.
3: That'll
1: was, be fun. Yeah, dude. I mean, you can't yeah. win the tough like roar and not go to TKO. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It'll, it'll be I'm, interesting to see, like, we'll, we'll get, I, I'm sure that we'll, we'll get a chance to talk to Ben while we're there, maybe once he does the event, and kind of see the, how, it compares. The, the, how it compares, because it's going to be really interesting as we're starting to see a little bit more events, you know, smaller events that pop up, like Tough Like Roar was, you know, when it kind of became of an v- infancy like two years ago to where it is now. Um, we'll see more events trying to do that, and it, within that, it's kind of like, how do you come out swinging nowadays? Right. Like, And I feel that nowadays you need to come out swinging tough. That's why I wouldn't say concerned is the right word, but it's kind of like, well, you know, an eight, like when it's in the pro event, it's kind of like, and also at the same time that it could potentially almost feel like a long netra, right? Right. Like these, that's not what these should be. I think, not saying that I want to go get my ass kicked by this kind of stuff. I've just, like, if you, like, when you kind of see what these events are putting riders through and things like that, like, it it is that next level. So it's like, if this is what it's like to ride there, I guess, on a regular basis, and this is what all the A guys would go ride for fun because they like that kind of gnarly stuff, then you need to find the stuff that they don't want to go ride.
1: Yeah, the stuff that they're going to stop and... And second guess before they they it's make like the move. like When you go
0: out with Todd Slavic and they go like they want to playwright on it, that's when you know to turn around and go back. Right. <laughs> Again, I'm not been being there, judge- done that. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. I, 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 I don't want to say this to sound super judgmental. I was not at the event. I don't have a chance. I'm not. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not the guy that just won, so it's obviously very tough to to sound that like that from the couch. Yeah. So I'm but, I'm, I'm pumped to see him at TKO. Now, since you're in the
1: top ten uh, at XC two, do you automatically get the invitation to Sunday for TKO? Or do you have to go um, through the qualifiers?
3: No, I uh, I signed up as an amateur because the sign-up was a long time ago.
1: Right. And yeah. last
3: year I missed out, so I signed up right away as an amateur. So
1: Yeah, I'm and, and that to was being before able to GNCC Saturday. even started. So, you know, I don't know, Catherine uh, at, at TKO might be able to, to go ahead because I think the rules state that I think the top 10 in XC1 and XC2 automatically get qualified or something. Oh, cool. I could totally be wrong, but... I mean,
0: Mark Cook said it on the air, live on the internet. It's got to be be, true. Got to be a real thing.
1: But anyway, yeah, it's it's a great event. So we're looking forward to seeing you there and seeing how that compares to the Tough Like Roar, because we've been to the TKO, but that's the only extreme event we've ever been. That's the only extreme event I've ever been to.
0: That's the only extreme event I've competed in. I got to watch Last Man Standing for two years. Uh, Well, I got to watch that, but that was that was hard for. I competed in trying to find the bottom of my cooler through all the beers that's what i tried to compete in um so uh, what was the property that you guys raced on i'm sure it it looked like a very interesting soil (laughs) i don't really know like at the
3: yeah it was um it's at like an old uh coal mine or i guess it might even be active but uh yeah so it's a lot of like coal dust kind of right like the start was uh It was, like, really fine black, like, sand, pretty much.
0: What was hilarious is you saw on on the day of, like, Marky posted a couple videos and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Um, And you guys going into that first turn, I was like, why are they so slow? I was like, it just was like, it just looked way too smooth and fluid. But then it wasn't until I saw a couple of the other videos where I could see how you guys had started and actually made it into that turn. That's when I was like... These guys will have like there's no traction. Like they are just like. Rawr. Yeah, you're <laughs>
3: wide open and you're just not going anywhere.
0: It was hilarious. So like watching you guys just like slowly drift into that turn as if you were just like, you're like elbows out, ready to just do battle. But there was like no momentum yeah. to even like lean against each other with. It was hilarious. Um, yeah. Highlights of the weekend, and then the times where you were kind of like, uh, oh, this is this is horrible.
3: Um. I guess the highlight's winning. Uh, I got a good start in the main and went into the woods first and just charged and tried to get a gap. And uh, I guess the hardest parts were they had one section called the Stairway to Heaven, which is, I think, probably the gnarliest section. And uh, last lap, once I got to the top of that, I was just I was relieved, just shook my arm pump out and pretty much knew I was home free from there, nothing else to... Too gnarly that I thought
1: would stop me.
0: Right? Does it not make you feel a little human to hear him say he had to shake his arm pump out?
1: You know that that kind yeah. of brings it back down. Like, okay, he might be human. Okay.
0: You're like, oh, thank oh God. yeah, thank God. <laughs> you yeah. were? Do you want to? Add, you were about to ask something.
1: Uh, no, I was just gonna say he did great all weekend. I think, uh, I mean, for me trying to watch the results and stuff, it, it was like, I think maybe fourth or something like that was his worst finish all weekend uh, in the. Saturday events or something. So yeah. he was he was awesome. He was on it. That's so good cool, job. Man.
0: Well All right, so you did the event last year, got second place, won the event this year, uh, which is the right progression to make <laughs> leading from yeah. second to first. Um, what do you expect to be different for next year? Like, now that you've done this event twice, you know, obviously we want to see this event grow. You as a rider would want to see it grow because then the purse that you're able to, to, you know, gather from winning an event like this or being on the podium is a chance to be able to grow. Like, what what are you kind of, what would you like to see from this event as it were to expand to potentially larger audiences?
3: Um, like you were talking about earlier, how like there was really there wasn't anything that was kind of a stopper I guess for the top ability guys but at the same time I know the club wants to to make it fun they don't want it to they don't want to kill anybody and Mm -hmm. they have like all abilities they're racing so I guess it just depends on what they want to do if they want to keep it fun like that or make it more of something like the TKO where it's super gnarly and um, all the top like hard enduro off-road guys go to to race it
0: right and that's a solid point because like you think about it again and then you go okay TKO we've been there a couple times we've watched these guys do these events and on some of the super super gnarly stuff we still see the top five guys sometimes struggle but, but sometimes like Cody Webb and Johnny Walker and those guys that almost make it look like well yeah like <laughs> you know but then you go watch something like Erzberg and you watch Cody Webb and Alfredo Gomez spend 20 minutes trying to get up one hill it's like, what is the level? Like, right. what do you call it? extreme? Do you say that that has to happen for it to be to an be extreme an extreme adrenaline?
1: event? To have somebody like Cody Webb struggle? Yeah, I mean, definitely At TKO. There's stuff that I would never get up, and those guys just go up flawlessly and never dab a foot or anything. But then, like you said, you watch them at other events, and it's some gnarliness, and it takes five of them to team up to even finish the event the year yeah. before. So. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's going to be awesome. Uh however, since Kenda's part of both of these two races. Oh, go on. What tire were you running?
0: Oh, nice. Yes.
3: Um well uh I don't know um I was running a uh what's it called? An MT16 in the rear and a M59 up front.
0: Uh Dunlops. It's like a mm.
3: a Bridgestone and a Pirelli. It's like a Yeah. The New England special tire, I guess you could say.
0: Okay. <laughs> Man, um, did you get a chance to talk to anybody up there? Because well, I know Kenda released and kind of had a bunch of their Kinder riders riding the new Ibex tire. So did you offhand get a chance to chat with anybody that was potentially running those um, running those. No, threads? I didn't. I
3: was pretty much just resting as much as I could and trying to recover and stay ready for the racing. You weren't,
0: you weren't asking about how awesome <laughs> their Kinder tires were doing? Oh, my God. I wish I was on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, uh, that'll be interesting though, to play around with those for sure yeah, yeah for sure um, elevation what was you know do you guys start kind of uh, yeah in New England I'm kind of ignorant to what the elevation is like like when you guys start to how high you could potentially get you know as in Colorado you could go 2,000 2,000 feet and that's like nothing
3: uh, uh, no nothing crazy like that they had a lot of hills and stuff but uh, nothing that that uh, high elevation I think
0: right
1: so with you winning tough like roar you were just on the podium for snowshoe went into summer break for GNCC so obviously you got to have a lot of confidence to finish up the season at GNCC do you feel you're ready for the top of the podium at GNCC
3: um I don't know gonna try hope so but uh just want to finish the season strong hopefully uh consistently land on the podium and uh just keep improving
0: hell yeah but uh what is it? We've got J-Day. You guys have another J-Day at the end of July. Is that correct? July 31st, I think. And then uh, yep. GNCC like is that. not until September. We just hit the GNCC break. He's got TKO in August with TKO us. TKO in August. Well, that's we'll be good. There. So you get some racing there. Besides kind of those sporadic events until we get to GNCC, what else are you going to kind of do for this summer to, if you will, stay on, stay on par? Go spend his winnings. Oh, yeah. Get a jet ski. I don't
3: know about that, but uh, there are a lot of local uh, series like the Natra Hair scrambles. I'll do those when I can. The J Day GPS and Sprint Enduros, and uh, maybe even a full gas or National Enduro if I can. Something oh, yeah, like that. Full gas is nice. Stay month, racing. I
0: think. Okay. Uh, we had a question in the chat room if they were going to have the IBEX available at the full gas this weekend. So we're going to find out. You send Mike a message. Yeah.
1: Well, Ben, it looks like, uh, you know, between you and Josh, I've been doing really good. Uh, After, do y'all look forward, next year, y'all going to be doing, staying in the XC2 class, or have y'all put that much thought into it? I know y'all are going to the ISDE, is that correct? Yeah. That's true. You guys
0: qualified for that, and this is not the first time you've qualified for the ISDE, right?
3: No, actually, I uh, qualified and went to the ISDE and 2014 in Argentina and last year in Slovakia.
1: He's killing it. This is bad Dude.
0: Dude, is a JD ripper. J. day ripper. Yeah, why don't you yeah. ha- why don't you have a wicked accent? Like where's your wicked accent, you know?
3: I don't know, I'm not from Massachusetts. From
0: Connecticut. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, uh, man, that's what we got to do. We got to go visit the got to go to uh, mass massachusetts so we could start i went up, up there to, cool to uh crow hill
1: and yeah did the sprint that's when uh that's when i met ben I, I got to meet them uh but it was the gp on sunday and the sprinter on saturday and yep. that was some awesome that was an awesome weekend it was that was some gnarly riding though i mean that was their normal stuff and for me, it was like it was a whole damn TKO. Yeah, we don't
0: get that kind of rockness. No, no. Yeah.
1: We get some blue grooves, hard packed, weaving in between mesquite trees. You probably don't even know what that is. But. He doesn't. <laughs> no, nah. you
0: don't, don't want to know what that is. Those things are nasty. We did find out from Mark, that, Mike, that they will not be available until either right before or at the TKO. So for anybody that is going to wind up be looking for the, the ibex, um, we better have some. I That's all I gotta say. Right? Come on, Mike. Right, Mike. Mike, take come care of us. Uh, so, ISDE, let's talk about that a little bit. What did you think about those two endeavors and the fact that you guys are getting to go back again?
3: Um, the ISD is definitely, it's uh, an amazing experience. It's you can't really explain it to anybody. You you have to go just to see how crazy it is over there. Just how many, how the off-road fans are kind of like the motocross fans over here. Right. It's a lot. It's a lot bigger over there, and it's just. The race and stuff, and it's long, and but uh, I enjoy it. Look forward to it.
0: Yeah, I know that's one of those things. When I went to the ISDE qualifier 2012 in, in Boise, I was just like, man, this will be cool one day. You know, I'd like to be able to. And obviously, you know, getting married and family and stuff like that's kind of come into the picture, and that's fine. It's been awesome. You know, no complaints. Um, but I can only hope I get 37 this year. So. I just don't see myself being able to, like, get back into riding and, like, with having a 2-year-old before I turn 40. So, honestly, like, one day I'll be trying to compete for the senior team. And it's going to suck because I'm going to literally have to kick Brian Story's ass, which means I'm going to have to start racing the TCCRA pro class, and if I can beat Brian Story, then I know I'm then ready. Then you know you're ready? I, and he,
1: he qualified, and I heard it was only by like, 18 seconds, Brian Story. Uh, this past weekend, when I or whenever I went to the national – Heron Hound. I actually got to hang out with Dan Caparelli, mm. which actually qualified for the ISDE as well for the over 40 class. He actually is on bronze team, so that's cool. I mean, we got a lot of guys that are heading over to ISDE and gonna hopefully make us proud.
0: Yeah, what is it Spain this year?
1: Yep.
3: Yeah, it's in uh, Navarra, Spain.
0: What have they told you? Do you know anything about like? I mean, we've, we've kind of always go, oh, okay, it's gonna be kind of like this, kind of like this. Has there been any chatter yet between the team like between you guys to kinda of know what you're potentially gonna be riding on, the type of terrain?
3: Um, I think it's it's in the high desert, so it's I don't know if it's gonna be like hard packed desert or what, but uh haven't really looked into it that much yet.
0: Yeah. But two, I know
3: it's in the high desert.
0: Two stroke or four stroke for the high desert?
3: Two stroke. KTM two fifty X C.
0: Bam. Yeah, I noticed that that you're definitely a a two-stroke rider. So yeah,
1: he rides the two-stroke, yeah. and his teammate rides the four-stroke.
0: That's bitching, dude. You guys are awesome. I wish I was like ten years younger and just kicking ass and taking names. But now I'm just 36 and
1: hanging out on the couch, high- high-fiving
0: some- people and <laughs> <laughs> congratulating them on being awesome. Well, hell yeah, dude. Is there anything else you want to chat with us about, or just like you know talk to the internet, or just you know scram- scam on some chicks, whatever?
3: uh not really not much going on just waiting to get back racing i guess
0: right yeah you're gonna have a little bit of a break now so you're gonna have to find something to do with your time go spend yeah, all that it'll money. be nice
3: to just uh ride for fun for a little bit just been racing every weekend going full throttle so ready to sit back a little
1: sometimes you need that break just to kind of you know get rejuvenated however he's been on you know he's been on fire so he definitely doesn't want to let that go either I know.
0: I don't, I don't want you to let it go, man. Don't listen to Elsa <laughs> and Anna. Whatever happens. No Frozen. Don't let it go.
1: He's got little kids. Yeah. I, yep.
0: Go to my Ben's Facebook like, page what are you and see about? who I've, my wife tagged me in a song, a video of. Let it go. Of, by, did you see Nora singing yeah. it? Oh, no, but I saw the. Oh, <laughs> the, the metal, the metal yeah. version. That was hilarious. I love no, that, There's dude. a video of my two-year-old saying let it go and she's a two-year-old she does not know all the words but she accent what's like accentuates accentuates like what she thinks the words sound like in those oh dude and she just like gets all into it and like (laughs) i am just like well i don't care how bad the song is or whatever that's awesome like (laughs) that she's just that enthusiastic so i want to see more enthusiasm from you ben that's really where this is leading
3: yeah (laughs) i don't know (laughs) <laughs> Ben's pretty low
1: key. <laughs> I was like <laughs>
0: he's just telling. Nope. Like, not gonna happen. <laughs> he's pretty laid back. I'm pretty back. mellow, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's Let's okay. Go with man. The flow. I like it, dude. We'll keep kicking ass on that 250 two-stroke. Having fun out there. And next time you're on the podium, you just remember everybody always enjoy a pipe full of awesome. See
1: okay, I got one more question oh. for you then, Ben. Go. 250 two-stroke, have you ridden the 17 yet? Ooh.
0: No, oh, I haven't. Oh, yeah, cuz the lack the vibration differences it's yeah. supposed to be an all new motor.
1: Right. I just figured, you know, they would they would definitely give one to Ben first. I mean... I'll yeah, just
3: sticking with the 2016 I have right now.
0: Okay. Well, I do know yeah. that that was the SX. I have no idea if that's the XC. I don't know. I mean, technically, they're really kind of the same engine, but they just do a little bit of internal changes for the, the SX, XC, and then obviously the more off-road stuff. But, uh, yeah, I wonder if all those vibration new engine motor thingies are just the SX or they're going to be XC as well. We need, you need to talk to Brooke. We need to find out. Yeah, okay. I'll do that. Do it, man. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time to come on the show, man. K- keep a uh, good job at Tough Like Roar. Keep kicking ass and taking names. And next time you're on the podium, you just be like, seat time, bitches. Yeah.
3: Right? we Will do. Oh, yeah, of course. I like it.
0: And just keep being laid back. Don't let people like me get in your way. All right. Thanks
3: a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, man. We'll right. chat soon. Later, Ben. All right. See ya. Thanks for having me.
1: Please, absolutely. <laughs> What would you think? Ben's a, a good kid. I mean, he's just he's just mellow, like he said. Yeah. He's just kind of low-key. and But him and uh, him and Josh, trail gestures, man, they've been killing it in the GNCC, so that's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, it is. And it's uh, it's cool to see, to be able to follow that, because I think they do a good job of kind of documenting mm-hmm. their experiences. And I think that that's, it's neat for people like myself, who does spend a lot of time kind of following around, trying to keep up with people, um, to kind of – Revel in their enjoyment. Uh, you know, it's one of those things yeah. that you know it's got to be so awesome to be able to do that, but unfortunately, not all of us can uh, do it. Do it because it costed <laughs> the monies. It costed the monies.
1: Yeah, he's like I said. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the tough like roar compares to the TKO with the guys that's ridden it. Yeah. And, and and you know there were some guys that were at the tough like roar that that typically do pretty decent at TKO that I don't think they did so well at the Tough Like Roar. Yeah. Grant Bailey was on a
0: two-stroke last year at TKO, but mm -hmm. I saw he was on his four-stroke. He was on his four-stroke. I heard
1: that it was just, like, really tight. Um, You know, Max Gersten and and Kyle Redman, Mm -hmm. those were the two that I was referring to, and they just said that it was, uh, you know, it was kind of really tight, and that's, you know, that's not, it wasn't that similar to TKO. Mm.
0: Yeah, because it's, yeah, they're, there's really, and it's it's weird, man. Like, the way that TKO's laid out, you would if you were just to ride it, just a day, you wouldn't think much of it. But when you're just like gentlemen like ourselves, yeah, when we're pushing at that extra ten percent because we're kind right. of racing in this terrain, oh. it's even though it's a two track, it's still it's the so property is
1: awesome. We went, um, Rick Nolan and I went last Easter, and got like four days with Graham Jarvis at the at at the Trials Training Center. <laughs> And so we got to just trail ride a lot of stuff. And it was cool. You can't do that normally. No, you you can't. And so it was actually, um, even though we we went and trail ride it with him, when we actually showed up for for TKO and you go at race pace, it's like totally different. And it was like intense. So, like I said, um, I do think that Graham Jarvis might be there at TKO this year because he is putting on a class. The two days after, ah, that would so make sense. if he's putting on class the two days after, I'm thinking he's gonna be there. So that might be pretty cool to watch.
0: Yep, oh, that would be cool to watch. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting though because even though I feel that it's a little bit more of a sprint event, and just he's not a sprinter. he's not a sprinter, like, um,
1: and, and that's uh, he's he's more the like the romaniacs the mm-hmm. the over the six days which is coming up next week or something oh yeah they're they, yeah, they so,
0: showing highlights from last year's prologue and everything
1: yeah so it, it'll be interesting i mean same thing with johnny walker he came over i mean cody webb right now he 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 has that event so it'll be interesting to see if anybody ever knocks him off in the next couple of years i agree i mean he's on fire too but uh like i said i think we'll have some new faces this year and so it'll make it interesting for sure
0: mm-hmm. uh thinking of the tko Remember that we've got all of our videos out there. You can go to uh, the Seat Time YouTube channel. There's a playlist for all of the TKO. There's a whole nother playlist for all of the Extreme Enduro stuff that we find. The TKO stuff is, I think, just ours. But if you go to that Extreme Enduro playlist, all of that is anything I find on the Internet that I enjoy like, and that kind of fits in that extreme enduro category, I add it to that playlist. So that's a good, I mean if you're looking for a little bit of a time waster right. uh, and just kind of finding some kick ass shit to watch, uh, that's kind of in that enduro extreme category uh, or extreme enduro category, that's a good place to do it. Um, and on the website, theseattime.co, you can, in our right column, we have a little link for the Selfie and that's where you can go buy like our like six and a half, seven minutes, no, no, it's 15 minutes of footage from the TKO last year and it's totally raw. Uh, so it's a lot of brappage. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so it's a good way to support seat time if you're kind of thinking about it. Another way is there's a little Amazon band. Another way,
1: there. the limited T-shirts that come out every so yes. often. We love them. So that's awesome.
0: Yeah. So what we, um, what Mark is wearing, uh, quarter two. So we've got our quarter three. The design's actually already started. We're kind of cool. already kind of – that's going to be coming out. Um Around about that September time, what we're actually going to be doing, too, is doing it so that uh, a portion of the proceeds go to support Team USA. So it will be a Team USA uh, uh, dedicated shirt kind of thing. Um, And the reason why I wanted to do that is for multiple reasons. Obviously, I'm a supporter of all this kind of stuff. But two, I've just never felt that we've seen an epically designed like Team USA ISDE shirt. And so we kind of wanted to bring a little bit of our fun and a little bit of some of the skills from some of our friends that we work with on these designs to this. Um, So the way that these work is you just pretty much subscribe to our newsletter, make sure you're fans with us on Facebook and all that kinds of crap, and we're gonna be on sale. Now these two shirts have been on sale for one week. Steven would like to change that up, and I was like, let's do it. So it'll be on sale for two weeks this time um, to see if that gains a little bit more traction. But what we do is you buy the t-shirt, and we know exactly how many get to print in two weeks. And we order that number with a couple extras just for different people. Um, we send them pretty much to all of our sponsors for free because they're supportive as motherfuckers. And that's the way you do it. They take care of you. Um, you got to take care of them. Absolutely. And uh, then we ship them out. And then uh, then you wait for the next quarter and see what the next shirt is. Yep. <laughs> we're going to awesome. have a uh, – Stephen had a really good uh, idea for Christmas last year. So we're going to bring that back. And uh, so that will be a all good right. uh, holiday one. We'll probably do that like right at the end of November. So that we could have that kind of like two-week sale, print, and then like maybe do like offer like next day shipping for kind of a Christmas present kind of a thing. So we'll have to see how that works out timing. But of course, uh, Mark, I really appreciate you coming. Absolutely. Into town and taking a little bit of time to talk to us on the couch. Uh, It'll be good to get more of your your National Hair and Hound story and then everything that's going on. Uh, Is there any places to start looking? for events that you have coming up i know that you're you like to promote different races and things of that um
1: well we are working on one it's going to be january the 14th and 15th 2017 um it's going to be an extreme enduro top format um progressively getting harder throughout the weekend uh and so we're hoping over the next couple of weeks to actually have the website up and be able to go ahead and start blasting it um we are teaming up with the Multiple Sclerosis Association. Very cool. Uh, they approached me and said, hey, we want to do an event uh, as a fundraiser. Uh, and and basically what we've agreed to is uh, we have a $10,000 pro purse guaranteed. So we're, we're going big. Yeah. We're going to go big.
0: Hopefully that I draws mean, a good number of awesome dudes down here to try to win some of that money.
1: We've talked to some of the top guys, and, and, and it's the money that draws them. But um, we want to break it up to where our local pros, you know, sometimes they don't feel that that they can compete if there's some, you know, factory back guy. Right. Um, And so we want to break it up to where there's payouts throughout the qualifiers so that that way, you know, it's going to be fair to everybody. Even
0: if somebody gets 200 bucks, it's covering gas money.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's going to be a great event. Like I said, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll have everything out. Uh, but the date is set, venue's kind of set. Um, and, and so we're just kind of putting everything together. Uh, and so January the 14th and 15th, uh, it's going to be in North Central Texas. Uh, and so hopefully we draw a big crowd with the $10,000 Pro Purse. And that's just the minimum. I mean, as we once we get the website up and we start working with sponsors and stuff, you know, we're hoping to, to bring some more money to the table as well. Yeah so it'll Bitch, be awesome
0: that'll be really cool yeah uh is there uh, no name yet right uh no name yet that's what we'll just call uh, I mean, it. that no yeah, name no, yet
1: no name yet no name extreme yet. Enduro. extreme enduro <laughs> yes 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 we we have one like i said you know we're we're working on things we you know you gotta look through the system and make sure that you know the websites are available and yep. names aren't taken for you know social media things so you know we've we've come up with a couple and you know, what? for whatever reason, you know, it it's, it hasn't worked out. So, you know, we'll get it there. We'll
0: get there. Well, cool, man. Well, obviously, definitely appreciate you taking the time to come Absolutely. and sit on the couch and hang out and chat with everybody. Uh, I am your host, Brian Pierce. You can find me on the Internet at Woody B. Pierce is all of my social bits. What's your social bits? Your Moto uh, Colors. Huh?
1: Moto Colors on Instagram. Uh, Mark Cook
0: on Facebook. Yeah. So. and MotoColors will be a good place to give a follow obviously we'll talk about it whenever we do have any kind of information but a good place Absolutely. to uh first hand information about the Extreme Enduro that he's talking about um, this has been Seat Time episode 2012 uh, episode 212 uh, and of course you can find us uh, we're SeatTime.co uh, is the website we're on Facebook Facebook.com slash Seat and on Twitter it's at Seat underscore CO and on uh, Instagram it's just at Seat Time so try to keep that one a little bit simpler a little bit more to um best thing to do is share it this kind of information if you guys enjoy the show just you know send it to a couple people that maybe don't know about it tag them in posts that we put so they can check it out all that kinds of stuff so we get a little bit more love from the off-road community and grow this thing just that that much more of course huge huge thanks to our supporters uh, fly racing at flyracing.com Kindatire at Kindatire.com, and srt Offroad at srt off-road. Luckily, they made that so simple. They made it simple. It's like, brrr, I could just, just get in there and get done with it. Um, yeah, and we will see you again next week for episode, 13. episode 213. And uh, but then the following week, we will be in Colorado. Um, and we may shoot a little video that we put up as kind of a teaser, fun little thing. Um, but we will not have a live show. While we're up there, because we're going to be getting set up for Sea Time Adventures, um, and just anybody who's ever potentially wanted to ride in South uh, South Africa, just got an email from somebody that thought riding in South Africa for Sea Time Adventures would be a great idea. So just throwing right. it out there, join our Sea Time Adventures group on Facebook, and you might be able to be one of those riders. We'll see how we can make it work. We'll be live again next week. Remember, always enjoy a pint full of awesome. Peace.